Wednesday on Gresham Keefe, we get closer to game six between the Celtics and Warriors. Also, a big Red Sox day as we give away some tickets and we talk to Rab Bradford. Oh, baby. What was that? That's Rad Bradford <laughs> coming on in. Uh, I was uh, in Springfield College my senior year when I was a sports editor of the paper for two years and uh, an honored guest. My nameplate was Rick Branford. <laughs> Rick yeah. Tickets and we talked to Rab Bradford. <laughs> Rab Bradford. Right, Bradford. Before, first of all, it's great to see you guys. Yes, good to see you. Glad in studio. And, what a treat. And John oversold the men in black well, thing. You have yeah. a suit he saw on. me. He saw no. He, saw he had the me sunglasses with, uh, when he walked in. Thing. Prescription. But I was right? thinking black. Oh, are suit, they really white? Uh, listen, shirt, black tie. Listen, I'm, I'm colorblind. You know how much these things cost? I'm going to uh, wear yeah. them everywhere. Wow. That's why I got LASIK 15 years ago. Uh, Cut do, down I, on cost. I, I do that. You're too old now, probably. Oh, really? I hate really? to say it. Oh, yeah. really? out of that. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I'll risk and it my, depends risk, on what you have. I'll listen, I'll risk my life for LASIK, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. Um, I'll, can you I be honest pitch with you? Yeah. Then too. Greatest thing I right. ever did. I'm totally with you. Greatest thing I ever. I mean, these things cost like 900 bucks. Holy mackerel. Oh, yeah. Hopefully and you those don't get are, mugged on your and, way out. And those are, well. <laughs> I see the gleam in your eye. Well, the, the problem is someone would put them on, and yeah. if you're near side, right. far exactly. side, or whatever, you'd be all shocked. I'm like, sucker. <laughs> uh, all right. So before we go, I have a presentation to Rich Keefe. This is incredible. All right. Can we? Uh, wow. So, we didn't so even we, get so a Chris Sale question we, in. No, I can't no, even no, read we, the no, McFarlane no, we have, ad. So we, uh, well, first of all, McFarlane, everyone yell it from the mountaintops. McFarlane. McFarlane. Info brought to you by McFarland Energy, Greater Boston, and Cape Cod. Choice for dependable heating and cooling solutions at McFarlandEnergy.com. All right. So uh, as everyone knows, one of the highlights of WEI over the last 20 years was the media stars on Sunday morning, which I would give out and, and everyone else would roll their eyes about. But I don't care. I love doing it. I'm just fine. And, out and I, being here, being here, I would I would like to reenact that or not uh, resurface that and give a media star to Rich Keefe. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and so, oh, I'm but, not prepared but, for well, first, 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 I'd like to think. Thank right. everybody. Uh, hold on. I'd first like to of thank all, first of all, as everyone knows, the what goes with the media star when yeah. you present it with some, you have to get this first. <laughs> mm, there you go. In a Three Stooges short in 1948. Oh God, had I known, I would. Boy, does that bring back memories? Now, okay. <laughs> no, so, 1948. Uh, uh, yeah, well, or? no, actually, what, last 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 time I did a show with Wiggy. Was that when you, when Wiggy, you became Wiggy, a man? Wiggy, Wiggy and Reamer. Um, all right, so so I would have I would have worn uh, nicer mesh shorts today. <laughs> I, I, sure. I, yeah. I would have worn a hat. <laughs> there, there, there you go. What, what is uh, this? What, what for? So I was listening yesterday, and you had the best reference. Uh, the best reference. Which was? I know what this is. Oh, do you? I think so. Because so I it, think I might have. Because did I react to this reference? I don't remember. Uh, I don't really remember that. Okay, that's but fine. But it was a, it was saying talking about Jalen Brown. Yeah. And now Jalen Brown was playing. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Tony from Blue Chips. Tony from Blue Chips. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. Like he's like he's, he's standing around like Tony from Blue Chips. <laughs> I, I like I'm good oh, for one I, of those a show. Br- 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 I, I, I pulled about? over the side of the road and <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I did a, I did like a slow clap. I know he needs a star. He needs a media star. And, and, and you know what? In the tradition of Ken Laird, in the yeah. twenty dollars that he's I, we at the website pay in Bitcoin. So there you go. Oh, I love a Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Bitcoin. now you lost money. Yeah. You, yeah. Owe, you owe Rob money now with the way crypto's going <laughs> and Bitcoin. Oh uh, well, I just, I I just want to say how much I appreciated that reference because it was it was so 
spot on. Well, it's funny because that movie's older and older and older. Like I, I don't know. think of it as that old of a movie. I think it came out in ninety four. I don't think you understand. Bob Cousy made the foul <laughs> shots. <laughs> and, and made every shot. And little known thing about blue chips is that I love blue that chips. Shaq recruited that's how Penny Hardaway got to the the magic. Because they worked together, and Shaq said to the Magic, "You got to get, get this him. guy." And they uh, they uh, traded for him. One of the, the great what ifs would the would the Magic actually have been better if they had Chris Webber and Shaq together? Because they traded down and got Penny, and then because Penny would have gone to like Golden State. Because Chris Webber, this is also weird in the NBA. Chris Webber got drafted number one overall, played one season for the Warriors, and then was out of there. Because, yeah. like, the way they did contracts and stuff back then, he could get out of there and he it went was, the bullets. Uh, yeah, that's very, very, very strange. Danny Ainge would have liked that. That was. That yeah, was and, and who was the uh, – so who was Ricky? Uh, his name was um, – He played in Indiana. Yes, he did. He did not play in the NBA, though. No, no, no. Uh, it was a good cast, though. It was a great movie. Yeah, was of. it Ricky Corver or sort something of. like that? Did you I mean, see guys see – I know we got Kermit the, the Davis. No, Kermit Davis. Anthony, Anthony Edwards. To the Red Sox. Anthony Edwards. But did you see Hustle? I loved it. I loved it, too. I loved Hustle. I, yeah. Did the Adam Sandler? No, uh, no, no, no. Juancho Hernan Gomez, who is the, the yeah, yeah. Uh, who ripped the uh, who ripped the Celtics while doing exactly. a media tour for this movie. Yes. Lost in the middle, love of basketball. by the way, in the in the middle of the height of popularity with the Celtics, yes. <laughs> right? Middle yeah. of the NBA yeah. Finals. They this guy's suck. got an acting career now. It's it was legit. Well. It was legit good. And I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna say right here, even with golf in town, even with Billy Madison, I'm gonna say that was Adam Sandler's best movie. Wow. The best movie. What about Anka Jams? No. no. You didn't see Anka Jams? I did. Oh. Take it from W-E-I. Yes. Yeah. I, was still, I, <laughs> I would still lean on Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, but I did love Hustle. Be- and now right. you'd have Anka to put right. you would have to put Adam Sandler up on the, the tippity top of the sports movie actors because he was oh, in yeah. Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, and now this. So you're kind of spreading out. You got golf, you got football, you got basketball. The only other one I put up there is Wesley Snipes. Who has? Oh no! Come yeah, on. no Wesley Snipes. He had uh, Major League. He had uh, White Men Can't Jump, and he had uh, the fan. How about the guy? How about the older guy who's the pitcher in Major League? And then oh, he's Eddie also Harris? he's also the fan. He's also the fan yeah. in Hoosiers that makes the weird face during the uh, when they win the championship. Right, so he's a nominee. Well, that's well. KY ball. True. I blame that. Yeah, a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> he's a crafty veteran. But anyway, Chris hey, Sale, another Red crafty Sox, veteran. Chris Sale. Yeah, when, 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 will, when will Chris Sale be spinning I, the KY I, ball I out am, there pretty I, soon there, Brad uh, Oh, good God. Uh, <laughs> Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field. Get, oh, get, get your, <laughs> he's getting traded to the Cubs? Uh, maybe. July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Yes, there you go. All right. There you go. That that's Get your tickets. Get your plane tickets. Go get your tickets to Wrigley Field. There you go. So, that's what I'm guessing. Out of the pen for a little bit? Uh, no, think? I still think that's eyewash. I think Got that it. I think that he's going to get in the rotation because once you know, you never know like where they're going to land at that point. Mm-hmm. Maybe everyone's rolling, but still, I mean, he's Chris Sale. Like he's and and you go back to last year, he was good. Like he was good. He was good mm. last year. Oh, I mean, I don't. Was I don't, he? I don't the tricky, tricky, no, tricky facts. You know like, what it is? Tricky stats. Though? You know why Brad? He was like a three-one-six ERA and whatever. Yeah. What was it nine stars? Here's yeah, like what it four is. Innings of start. Uh, at least my theory on sale last year was that this guy's coming back, and that last year was the prep to get ready for this year, yes. and that this year would have been the validation. Yes. And I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. one thing after another. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing too. Like he, what he tweaked a rib. No, he like broke a rib. Broke a rib. Sneezed and had a rough fart, something like he that. Did. Whatever yeah. it is, like, yeah, yeah it upset it, it Tommy. Just, yeah, it feels yeah. like it's the oh, the wind blew and he fell over. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in between there, he had a life 
like a serious thing, which we don't know exactly what it was, which you referenced his parents. But yeah, it, it, he he has a, had a lot of stops, starts and stops. The encouraging thing is he was throwing ninety six in the pen last year or yeah. uh, the other day. He was only throwing ninety three last year. I mean, not that's not the be all end all. But it can't hurt. <laughs> Put in this on the bumper stickers. It can't hurt. Nope. <laughs> no, throw them into the mix. <laughs> throw them into the mix. Right? Did you brand those with the sales department, uh, by yeah, the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give your good ideas. 2022 to... Red Sox. That's it right. can't hurt. Patty's <laughs> waiting to go sell those things to Awaken 180. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Story was another guy we talked about in the first hour. How uh, cold to start. And everyone's like, all right, he's adapting to the league. And then he was awesome for like a week and a half where you couldn't get him out and he was hitting home runs. Actually, it was even more that. It was more just the pe- the power. Mm. Since then, sort of back to how he started. Well, ever since he did the podcast. Coincidence? Ooh. I don't think so. Oh. Is that a Raffo cu- curse? Is that like a real thing, like the Madden cover uh, in Sports Illustrated? Let's see. Who did it? Mookie Betts, he did it last He's week. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. So, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, no, so no, there's no, no curse. But what do you make of uh, Trevor's story, really his season um, altogether? So, so, one press box wag turned to me yesterday, and I'm not going to say who it was. <laughs> but but they said, uh, said you know who Trevor's story reminds me of right now? J.D. Drew. And and here's huh. here's a reason why because you have the big contract everyone's freaking out over, and, and yeah, not the not the wag that you're thinking of. No, no, no. I'm thinking does he go hunting in Kansas City at 4 a.m. and then show up and go 0 for four the way JD uh, Drew uh, no, used to? I mean JD was JD got JD had his moments, and if you go back, JD actually was a, a productive player. The problem was his first year, his numbers were pretty bad. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then he, he got better. He, but he yeah, was yeah. a he was. He was a good fielder. He was, uh, as you look at his numbers overall, they yeah. were pretty good. But you have that contract to Bob Ryan. What's the fascination if it's true with J.D. Drew? Right. And so when Trevor Story comes here, he's with the contract. Everyone's expecting big things. He has the bad month. He has a good month. Now it's going the other way. It's probably somewhere in the middle. And also, by the way, he's an elite defender. But nobody really you know, said, oh, my goodness, yeah, we got this guy who's an elite defender. It's worth the money. Usually that's not how it works. He's a good, good player. Yeah, is he is he a Xander Bogarts level player? I don't. Think I don't so. think so. No, no. I, don't think I wouldn't so. think so either. Speaking of Xander Bogarts, mm. by the way, thank God for the big three because right now, <laughs> you know, we talk so much about the big three in basketball. Right now, Martinez, Devers, and Bogarts are carrying this baseball mm. team. And how is all of this all going to tie into the future, Rob? Like, <laughs> I know that one guy is clearly having a contract year mm-hmm. in Martinez. Another guy in Bogarts can opt out. Devers is like, yo, I should get $400 million for what I'm doing here. Is there, like, I don't know. How does this, how does this yeah, fit in the mind of I'm 2024, you're going to land with none of them, right? Uh, that's what uh, I wonder. Which, you Feels know, like it. It, it. But... The the guy that gets lost in the shuffle, I think, because we've talked about Bogos and Devers a ton. I think it's pretty clear. Martinez Where, is setting himself right. Up, so he? so Bogarts is a guy who wants to stay, but he also wants to be valued like an elite shortstop. Fair, you might be able to get him a little bit less because he wants to stay that much. Devers is along the lines of Mookie. I think that he looks at this as a business. Yeah. He's going to get paid like he wants to get paid like an elite guy. So JD Martinez is the guy that no one really talks about. Yet, you take J.D. Martinez out of this lineup, good luck, man. Like, this is the lesson that you learned with David Ortiz. David Ortiz left. You said, oh, it's okay. You don't need that guy in the middle. That's all right. You don't need that D.H., the guy who actually knows how to be a D.H. Hanley Ramirez can do it. It's okay. And then it doesn't work out. And you know what happens? You end up paying a lot of money for J.D. Martinez. Yeah. So, I know that he's getting older, but he's having one of his best years. So, well, you know, I mean, I think you got to value that and you got to at least, because they haven't approached him. 
right? They got to right. they haven't approached him, Evaldi, all these guys. They got to start looking at these guys and say, "Hey, we cannot do without you going forward. How are we going to replace you?" So, I it's still weird to me, and I know this was Dombrowski, but when they re-signed Chris Sale and Nathan Evaldi, and I know they play different positions, but it sort of was like, "Oh, man, they might not sign Mookie Betts." Like as early as that time, mm-hmm. you're like, "Well, if you're just kind of lining up the money, I still go back to the Trevor Story signing. Was it because they felt that Devers or Bogarts, and I guess maybe even Martinez, like they didn't want them, or that they wouldn't, or the player wouldn't want to re-sign with them? Because that's if you didn't have Trevor Story's money on the books for the next four or five years, it's a lot easier to retain one of the guys that you've already had. Yeah, but they don't look. First of all, you go back to that Mookie Betts thing. You know, it's interesting when I talked to him last week. He said, "Yeah, they want." It, it was a real quick comment, but they wanted to allocate it toward other things, right? I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but and and and, and I don't think in this case this should not the Trevor Story signing should not prevent them from getting some of these guys back. They, it shouldn't. Okay, I think they look at him. It, there's no question about it. He's leveraged. Like they'll never say that he's leveraged for Bogarts. It's it's yeah. science, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So he's levered, but still, that doesn't mean the Boston Red Sox cannot have Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, Trevor Story. You and, aren't and J.D. Martinez? Well, no, I mean, you aren't going to have everyone back. That's just right. not going to happen. Right, right, right. But at the heart of it, you you just said, you just said the big three, right? Yeah. You need these guys to win. You need, my biggest thing that frustrates me is at some point, guys have to pay for certainty. You have to pay for certainty. And every once in a while, you're going to get the John Schreiber and the Matt Strom and these guys, but you got to pay for certainty, especially when it comes to the positions we're talking about. Okay, now I do think that the Heimblum philosophy in terms of designated hitter does come into play here, whatever that is. Now, he can approach it differently than he did in Tampa. Do you get the sense that National League teams – are going to be ready to pay for certainty and oh, designated yeah. hitter. Yes, yeah. So the market for this guy could be big because I wonder how much of it is going to be Heim Bloom looks at it like you used to like you just mentioned, mm. where it's well if you can hit, screw it, you're the DH, go hit all the time versus someone who's got to get in the right mindset right. to do it versus what these NL teams, maybe they find out this year, eh, we got a guy who can come up and hit, and then they don't do it, and then it's, oh, we got to prioritize DH. Yeah, there's a couple things. Number one, J.D. Martinez is sleeping all right at night because he knows that all these National League teams are mm-hmm. there, right? This mm-hmm. is not the case of a year ago, so that's a big part of it. Another thing is what you mentioned, and he mentioned this too, which is you, there's, you can say you want to have a DH, but not everyone, like he said, Bogarts endeavors, they don't want a DH. A lot of guys don't want a DH. They don't know how to do it. They don't want to do it. So there's that element of it. And when you say the Tampa model or the Heim Bloom model, you remember last year, Tampa Bay went out in the middle of the year and got the ultimate DH in Nelson Cruz. Good point. Right? Right. So they understand the value of having that guy right there. It's just like how much money do you want to allocate to it? And if you're the Boston Red Sox, you have to take a real hard look at at least extending an offer to this guy because of what he represents in that lineup. In another month or so from now, who do you think is going to be getting most of the starts at first base? Oh, Dahlbeck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by uh, listen, they've been gone on this great run for the last week and a half. Franchi hasn't hit at all. No, I know. That's why. That's why I even asked. Like, I don't know if they're going to try to go outside. Like, would, mean, that, they, would that be a well, trade Dahlbeck's target? Hitting one ninety nine. So is. maybe no one at that yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. But he's so he's he's a little been a little bit better, and you 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 like the idea, and he, and 
when he's come on, it's when someone else has come in with le- a left-handed compliment. Right. That was Franchi. Now, do you have to find a better option than Franchi? When you get into July and if Franchi's not hitting, yeah, you do. I don't know if that's Cassis. I don't know if that's someone else. Mm-hmm. All we know is this, is that right now there is undeniable that we, we don't have any question where they should be going the trade deadline, right? I mean, this is this is the same spot they were. I don't care yeah. about the division. Right. They are the American League stinks. Yeah. I mean, it, the AL East is solid. The rest of it is. Uh, trash. You think about it. Yeah. Oh, they're, yeah. They're yeah. in the they're in the wild card right now. <laughs> right. Right. The team who is not in the wild card is the Cleveland Guardians, who aren't that great. Nope. After that, the White Sox. You have Tony Larusso, intentionally walking guy with two strikes. He's completely lost his mind, hasn't oh, he? Oh, they want him out. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. But you know, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, talk about frustration as a fan. Can you imagine? You have this guy doing stuff like that. You have this team underperforming, and you know that the owner is like, "No, I'm not firing my friend. I'm not doing. It. I'm not firing my friend." Yeah, yeah, so and they have like a young. They got a team with. I like mean, they some have talent. Joe Kelly. They should be winning. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, by the way, the latest Bradfoe show, mm. and please, we're going to take some of the Bradfoe show and a story that was told in there. Oh, a great story. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna roll that out because it ties into something that Keith feels uh, very passionately about. But you talked to Jared Saltalamaki. Yeah. It was you and which eighth grader Coop, was with man. you? No, come on, oh, okay. Come on. Coop, he has Coop, a great microphone. Coop works Coop. here, man. Coop, Coop, he is, does. Yeah, oh yeah, he's 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 the future of. W- yeah, oh, thanks. He's going to be our great. boss pretty soon. There yeah. you go. It's not us. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No but, wonder why you're walking around in a suit. Meanwhile, uh, we look like gym yeah, teachers. Yeah. But but listen, Coop's great. And in, uh, in Salter Machia, I didn't – so he's coaching down he's the down Cape. He's down the Cape, right? Yeah, he's coaching oh, wow. that Cape. I, I know you're going to play it later, but can I ask, please – like, can go I ask ahead. about this? Go ahead. You please, might as well please. because do you, really it's a segment for you, okay. Keith. All right. Do you – so uh, Jared Saltomachia, the Vinoy Hotel, everyone knows is haunted. Yeah. Everyone knows. It's like common knowledge, right? This is where – It's like the Overlook Hotel. Should I not do this? No, go ahead. I'm just – No, go, go He ahead. already knows my reaction to this, so he's it's not – like, I don't know if you're shaking – I don't know if you're shaking your head because I'm blowing up the No, like, no, no, the, no, the no the you're segment. not. No, 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 right, because okay. the same re- – he's going to get – the same reaction is coming an hour from now. Okay, okay. Right, fair, <laughs> fair enough. So, Salto de Macchia, I bring this up because in 2013, they had this off – they had this off day where uh, they all – they were firmly in the – on their way to the playoffs – Early September, they had off day. They all got poop faced, and they all went out and they were doing cannonballs off the Vinoy uh, into the five right. foot, deep, five foot into the five, five foot, foot deep, deep pool. Of That's a tough one. Not said, so, 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 so the so the by <laughs> Eddie, as as Saltamaki said, it does show something about their athletic ability. True. So, um, but the Vinoy came up, and there's a history of. I said, oh well, you know about the Vinoy. It's sure. haunted. It's like yeah, and matter of factly, yeah, I saw two ghosts there. I saw two ghosts. And does a sexual experience. With a ghost end in orgasm? <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to... Wow. Gonna, yeah, gonna no, have to I'm, I'm all about it. Me and Gresh, uh, we, we talk about this. Uh, it comes up like once a week. Oh, yeah. yeah Ghosts, yeah. aliens, all of it. I'm all in on Gresh's uh, a no oh, on all so, of it. And by yeah. the way, so uh, so I guess we'll tease the listener. We haven't got Lanny's thoughts on this yet yeah, as yeah. he's new well, to the show. Yeah. So we'll get his thought. Good. And you will hear Salto Lamacchia right, in his own words <laughs> at 1245 all right, all right. from the Bradfoe Show, which is up at weei.com right and, now. And you can hear it. You, I am not talking into a sneaker. No, we, we, have, is- uh, <laughs> we have We have increased the audio volume. It's improved for sure. Yeah, yeah, hey, listen, exactly. Dork Podcast, same way. We had a lot of audio oh, I love snacks the dork. I love on. the Dork Podcast. This is what the Red Sox are. <laughs> Lou, the floor is yours. What the hell? 
Oh, no, that was... Remember, see, you worked at the drive-thru at uh, Burger King no, that day? Was, that's there, there, unbelievable. There's, there's, there's a that's whole, serious. There's a whole 30 for 30 <laughs> on that podcast. <laughs> Sir, would you like a paper straw? <laughs> <laughs> and then our boss like, hey, did you guys play anything for the Bradford show? Did you play anything for the Bradford show? No, I actually erased that five minutes after I posted it, yet they, they, they still clipped it. <laughs> Do you want to catch up with that, sir? Oh, I mean, good grief. so good. Bradville, good to see you. Thank All you, right, friend. great to see you guys. Cook Don't... out in the parking lot. Let's go. Now we know why Rob's here. <laughs> Free food. Free food. I'll see you out there. Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. <laughs>